Welcome, 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 everybody. It is Monday. It's a new week. Another week to see how much Joe Biden can fuck things up in this country and how much people will take of these mandates. Like, what's going to be that line? When's it going to... What are we going to have to get to for people just to say enough, right? Like, you and me are already there. Don't get me wrong. And I know all you guys out there, people who watch me and me myself, we're all fed up with it. But what's it going to be for Joe Schmo out there who still doesn't know whether he needs a mask or not or is still deciding whether or not to get the vaccine right what's it going to take for those people to like say screw it we gotta we gotta stop this stuff to realize what the hell is going on to this country i don't know we'll see but anyway guys uh we got a lot to talk about this monday i hope this computer can handle all the memory necessary to go through these articles but good news i'll be getting uh set up with some more some better processing power very soon, and then these live streams will be back to 100%. Ah, that, that was not that was not a racist symbol. That was A-OK, guys, just, just for everybody out there watching. So we got a lot to go through. We're going to be talking about the latest in scamdemic news, the latest in... Uh, we got some election fraud stuff to talk about coming out of Georgia. And then what else do we have? Talk about the Afghanistan mess. This just day by day getting worse and worse. And then a lot of censorship going on, too. So we've got some stuff to go through. So that's that. Now I want to show you guys my Substack article. Yes, yes, I've been writing on Substack. I hope you guys are signed up to the email newsletter. I hope you guys are getting them. Speaking of which, check your spam box for any of my emails, whether they come from my website or my Substack. Please check your spam box because like half if not more of all the emails i send out lo and behold get sent to your spam box big surprise so check that but i hope you guys are enjoying my writing i'm not a great writer by any means but the only way to get better at doing something is by doing the thing so i've just been seeing what flows hope you enjoy it share it around subscribe if you want you can subscribe for free all the articles i do are for free but you can uh subscribe for financial support as well if you just want to throw me a few bucks a month and enjoy the work so there are those things let's get into today's news now starting off with discussing the worldwide weekend protests this these seem to be a uh the new saturday thing to do it's the new it's the new daytime party at least especially in europe you know we've got this photograph from paris we had london we had greece we had spain all around the world, people are absolutely fed up, thank God, with these mandates, with the lockdowns, with everything having to do with COVID. Just won't stop. These idiots in government, these stupid politicians, whether they're elected or unelected or cheated, whatever the heck, any politician trying to roll through mandatory measures, masks, vaccines, whatever it is, a lot of people are getting fed up with their local school boards and making a ruckus there. So whatever you can do, right, please get out and do it. Lend your body, lend your voice to these protests, whether physically in person, whether online, wherever it is, do it. And uh, even in New York, you know, even in America, there were some protests last weekend. Not enough, though. You know, we're not seeing this in America like we are in Europe protest wise. But maybe soon as shit gets weirder and weirder, maybe, maybe soon, hopefully soon. Jeez. Uh, let's talk about the hurricane. Ida, 
hitting category four at least, if not five, as it hit Louisiana over the weekend, and the devastation there is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Pretty much the whole city of New Orleans is out of power. Massive uh, transmission lines were just collapsed, folded in the wind, and uh, prayers, prayers for everybody there in Louisiana because it's going to be it's going to be bad for a few days, maybe if not a, a few weeks after this. And lo and behold, big surprise, what do we get from the mainstream media as they're reporting on this? Climate change. <laughs> Climate change. I, if I was a betting man, you know, we've got wildfires, we've got hurricanes, all sorts of things going on that, of course, they're going to use this narrative. And it's crazy, on NBC, they were about to cut away like the uh, the anchor there, who is it? Oh, great, her. <laughs> uh, what is her name? I, I forget. But anyway, cuts to this reporter. They're about to end the segment, and he has to bring it back to, to insert his climate change talking points. It's like the producers told him, hold on, hold on, you didn't get out the most important part. So the camera had to cut to him, and he goes, oh, it's climate change's fault that the hurricane was so bad. In fact, if you just Google climate change, you can see what obviously hit the inbox for the, you know, the secure drops, the 4 a.m. talking points for all these media outlets straight from the CIA or whoever gives it to them. New York Times, Washington Post, The Hill, all today, all today, NBC, all today, CNBC, another one from WAPO, National Geographic a couple of days ago. Well, there we go, climate change. That same bullshit coming out again. Summer's almost over, so they gotta they gotta ring this drive for as much as they can as the final summer weeks come to a close and then it starts getting cold again. And then when we start breaking a bunch of cold records during the winter, what are they gonna say? They're not gonna say anything. But uh, New York Times, check this one out, top one. In Afghanistan, war and climate change collide. <laughs> like they're even using the Afghanistan angle in some way. I I have no clue. How are they doing that? But as you can see, desperation inbound. Meanwhile, sure, I'd agree. Climate's changing, but I wouldn't agree that we're the cause. CO2 is really any significant cause. I would say it's far greater than that, but of course they won't talk about solar effects or cosmic effects. Uh, now we're moving on to Afghanistan. Over the weekend, we had the service for the 13 dead service members, the Marines and the Sailor. Then, of course, we had so-called President Joe Biden and Jill Biden go to this event, and it was just they can't they can't stop failing at every single thing they do. They just absolutely fail. People were noticing that Joe Biden looked to almost check his watch as he was there at the service. It was just terrible. And some of the families were saying that they didn't want to meet Joe Biden. They had no desire to. Some of the families that did end up meeting Joe Biden and Jill Biden said that they were completely disappointed, which, big surprise, I think 90% of the country is disappointed in Joe Biden. He's he's ex exceeding our expectations of how much of a shit show this was going to be. And the people who unfortunately weren't disappointed earlier are now. Finally, they're getting it, but... uh. Better late than never. And we had just more awful stuff come out. We're getting rumors, which I guess are confirmed now. I was seeing that the mainstream media was even reporting on this uh, just a few minutes before I went live here. But 
as the story goes, U.S. commanders, the command chain reportedly knew, had advanced knowledge of the Afghan suicide bomber and basically didn't, didn't do anything about it. He didn't do anything about it. So again, just everything that goes on, worse and worse. We had the drone strike go on over the weekend, and the drone strike that hit the ISIS people, or didn't hit the ISIS people, but ended up killing three children. So Joe Biden is killing more kids than COVID is, really. Let's be real. (laughs) Who are the real domestic terrorists in this country? Uh, So just fail after fail, fumble after fumble. Can it get worse? You would think, no, it can't get worse, but it probably will. It's only Monday, folks. Let's see what the Wednesday live stream brings. Or the Friday one. On one hand, it's awful, it's sickening, but on the other hand, the American public, in their apathy, in their sleepiness, they asked for it. They asked for this shit show of an administration, and now they're going to have to do the dirty work themselves, us, we the people, the American public, to get this administration out to basically save this damn country. Save the world, really. So that's that. We had President Trump make some statements today uh, lighting up Joe Biden for his just pathetic excuse of being a human. Statement by President Trump, never in history has a withdrawal from war been handled so badly or incompetently. Talking about all the equipment, $85 billion worth, left there and saying nobody thought such a stupid, feeble, brained withdrawal was possible but with joe biden at the helm of anything or i guess obviously he's just a puppet he's got handlers but if joe biden's gonna be the the face there the point man you can't expect much if anything at all and he still will exceed those poor expectations another statement that president trump put out today talking about the election fraud in georgia in case you missed it 43,000 absentee ballot votes were counted in a county for the presidential election, the 2020 election there in Georgia, and they violated the chain of custody rule. Trump was pointing us to this article here by Georgia Star News, and it came out just today reporting on what they're finding in Georgia in terms of the election fraud. So Maricopa County, results of that are imminent. This week, maybe. Maybe that'll be the big news story of this week later on. Hope so. That'd be nice. Uh, But imminent, right? Very soon. Weeks, if not days. And then we're going to have Georgia. And then we're going to have Pennsylvania. Then we're going to have these other states start to to conduct their own audits. And you really wonder how the mainstream media is going to handle that. They threw all they had at Maricopa County if they have more than one state to deal with to write hit pieces on an attack, how how are they going to manage it? They can barely manage the Maricopa County audit. How are they going to manage, you know, maybe two or three states doing audits at the same time and all that? Well, we'll see. You know, as the first domino goes, it's just whoosh, cascading effect. Uh, so I don't think it's really that much more time, to be honest. And then now let's get into COVID news. What's going on with these scamdemic? What's going on with all this all this stuff that just won't stop? Well, we have the Department of Education, or as we call it in Joe Biden's America, the Department of Brainwashing. Let's be real, though. It's been like that for the past century. But the Department of Education 
is investigating five states that all banned mandates. They banned mask mandates, primarily in schools. Those states are Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Utah. So it's not like they banned masks. They just banned the mandating of masks. Nevertheless, we have the Department of Education initiating what they're calling a civil rights investigation. If this isn't a perfect example of ass-backwards world, there you have it, folks. So they're, they're investigating these states for, for banning the mandates, saying that that's an infringement of freedom. They're saying that's discrimination for, I guess, kids who want to go to school safely. Talk about gaslighting. Perfect example of that as well. And then the education secretary said it's unacceptable that state leaders put politics over health and education. You you can't even, right? The the gaslighting to the max. Let's be real. It is so incredibly demoralizing, number one, demoralizing for the kids to all have the masks on their face. Number two, they don't learn as well because not only can they not interact the same way you don't get the facial features you don't get the body language they can't their brain development is stunted just from the emotional connection but then we also have the fact that they're just not getting enough oxygen in their in their body when they're taking thousands of breaths every day and getting even just one or two percent less of oxygen in with each breath that has a compounding effect over thousands tens of thousands of individual breaths and then it's a problem and then also they have dirty bacteria on their mouth all day long. Like that's, <laughs> masks are not as healthy as people freaking think, folks. You are probably aware of that. But I mean, you've got dirty bacteria, pneumonia bacteria on your face. Like there are a lot of health professionals out there, sanitization, sanitation professionals that say your mouth is dirtier than your asshole. And I would be inclined to probably agree with that because you're touching your mouth, you're breathing, in and out air, you know, typically your butthole only has one way of air, and <laughs> it's it's nasty. And then you got your mask just sitting all day long. So, poor kids, poor kids. All these parents around the country that are just livid at these schools mandating masks still are right to be livid. Some people are wondering, why are these parents so angry? Like, I get with mandates on kids, kind of weird, but why are the parents angry? Well, <laughs> Let's be real. It is child abuse. It is emotional child abuse. So, I don't know. We can't stand for it. We cannot. Some people said your your mask in your mouth doesn't smell as bad as your asshole. I don't know. Some people have pretty bad teeth. Pretty bad breath. Be, be up for a competition. Uh, all right. Moving on from that. Let's talk vaccine mandates. So, Scott Gottlieb. That's his name, as best I can pronounce it. I, I could care less to respect him enough to pronounce his name right. He says COVID-19 vaccines could be authorized for kids by early winter. Here's what you got to know, folks. Of course he would be saying that. Why? Because that dude is on Pfizer's board of directors. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you need, though. Dude's on Pfizer's board of directors. So this is not a news report, all right? What we call this 
is advertising. That is product marketing, guys. He is doing Pfizer a favor, going on to the media. They probably all have his phone number on speed dial, and he is being that 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 point man, that face to promote Pfizer's shots. And it's his job to sell. Exactly. It's his job to sell. It's his job to basically prime people, right? Prime people. So they're not so mad that they just pop off. They're trying to release the tension, release that pressure slowly. So if this slimy dude can come out now and warn us like a month or two in advance, right? Sort of get people prepared for it and and ease it on to us a little bit. So we're not too pissed and fight back too much, right? We can't fight back too much because then we might actually cause some changes and prevent their agenda from taking place. I don't know. So we got that. And then we also have Fauci the Fraud saying it's a, quote, good idea. Good idea to mandate COVID vaccines for school children. He said that on CNN. CNN. Scott Gottlieb was on, oh, where'd he go? He was on NBC, I think. And we got Fauci on CNN. God, it's just, the sooner these guys land in jail, the better. The better. We should send Fauci up in uh, Bezos' rocket on a one-way trip. I call that good. I call that a good day. And then just before going live here, I saw this from Disclose.tv, their Twitter account. They said, CDC advisors unanimously vote 14 to 0 to recommend Pfizer's and BioNTech's shot for all Americans 16 and older. Basically, uh, isn't it already, already like that? 16 and older? Is this a mistweet or something like that? It was already approved for 16 and older. Maybe they uh, meant 12 and older too, but it's only a matter of time, folks. They're going to try to make it uh, mandatory and approve it for younger and younger age groups, try to get it 12 to 15, and then mandate it at the schools. Like, this is this is do or die time. Now, now, don't wait to fight. Get out there. Go to your school, local school board meetings. Even if you don't have kids in school, go. Make a difference. Shout at some local idiots on the school board who are trying to make things mandatory, right? Be good to get some steam off your chest. Go do it. I don't know. We got to do something about this. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of these odd approvals, right? The Epic Times is questioning. A lot of people are questioning this. And it's confusing as shit, this FDA approval. Even... Even people who are familiar with, more familiar with licensing and labeling and, and doctor, I think we're all confused, and that's kind of the point, right? They're making this super-duper ambiguous, super confusing, so we all don't really know what's going on, and we kind of just accept it. But the Epic Times is reporting here that Pfizer and BioNTech are still immune from lawsuits over this approval and discussing how this approval is so very weird. Now, here's the thing. They approved, finger quotes, uh, this community shot that's going to be rolling out, yet the FDA even admitted that, okay, this, this community shot's the same thing. It's the same cocktail ingredients as the EUA, the emergency use authorization shot, but by the way of things, it's going to take them some time to roll out the com- community labels, the new little vials with new labels that say community Copyright, restricted, all that trademark stuff on it. So 
It's gonna, it's gonna take a minute for them to print the labels, slap them on the vials, distribute them, get them out. At least a week or two, at least a few weeks, right? So in the meantime, all the people taking the shots now, say going right this very day, thinking it's approved, they think that vial that's getting injected into them is approved because it is the same stuff. But meanwhile, if they just asked to see that label, would it say community on it? So is the FDA giving them a, right? Is this informed consent or is this not really all that informed consent? And how about the healthcare professional, whether it's the nurse or the doctor that's giving you that injection, are they, do they even have informed consent themselves or are they misled by their health authorities and then they're misleading the patient Doctor saying, oh yeah, it's FDA approved. Now you're fine. Meanwhile, the literal vial, the vial itself, wouldn't say community on it at this point, right? It's probably not even, it's going to take, like I said, a couple weeks for, for them to manufacture these things, roll them out, print the labels and all that. So there's probably a lot of misinformation floating around right now with this whole approval thing. A lot of people getting injected from vials that aren't actually approved are still the emergency ones. So it's, yeah, it's, it's. With all this confusion, though, that might be a perfect opportunity, a perfect angle for us to fight back with and start fighting these mandates. Uh, so we'll see. Be nice. And then we have, I think, the last thing. A couple more things on the scamdemic, then we'll roll through uh, the final articles I have for you guys. This here, World Health Organization. This came out on, was it Friday? Yes, Friday. So... This is a report that was released, and the title here of it, straight from the WHO, straight from them, document entitled Digital Documentation of COVID-19 Certificates, Vaccination Status, Technical Specifications, and Implementation Guidance. Yes, they're bringing it out. WHO, this is an official, it's pretty long, uh, well, 15 pages maybe, but it is a guide, a blue blueprint. It's the playbook for how they want to roll out their vaccine system, digital certificates. And get this, let's see if we can uh, bring it up here real quick. This is funded by, guess who, guess who? There it is. This work was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and, that's not it, also the Rockefeller Foundation. Ah, just who I want to see. Just who I want to see having to do with this right here. Oh, God. And also, if you go to the acknowledgement section at the beginning of this thing, uh, it has the list of individuals who reviewed or provided feedback or contributed to this document here go through this list of individuals for those just listening on the podcast and not watching there's like 30 names here 40 names a good half of all of these names you got a couple from the who a couple from the cdc some from various universities and whatnot but most of these names are from the world bank world bank there's one world bank consultant two three we got another consultant, four, five. At least half of these people are from the World Bank. 
lovely Rockefeller Foundation, WHO, a whole team of WHO people right there, World Bank, CDC, Ugh. doesn't it all, it's just right in front of your face, guys, right in front of your face, it's right there, some people still can't see it, though, that, ma- that mask might as well be over their eyes, jeez, so, all right, last thing on the scamdemic, uh, kind of getting into the censorship stuff, though. So, Twitter permanently suspended Alex Berenston. Yeah, there were some lockstep group names on there, too. Yep, on that, on that doc. So, <laughs> no. All right, Twitter suspended Alex Berenson over, I mean, a lot of people are claiming it's over one tweet. I'm sure it's over all his tweets because he's uh, he's been a big voice that's questioning vaccines in recent months, and he's doing pretty good work doing it just from what I've seen. You know, it's, he's a former New York Times journalist, but he seems to uh, at least broken free from that, that complex and a lot of those mindsets. So he's been doing good work asking the needed questions about vaccines, and he got suspended. So... He's he's mainly on Substack, and a lot of us are writing on Substack now. See, it's a very good platform for writing. I like Substack, and so far I haven't seen them censor anything. So, I mean, as long as they can keep that up, I mean, what these tech platforms need to understand these days is that they're gonna get a whole new audience if they just keep free speech, keep not censoring, you know. And with and with Substack, it's pretty. Uh, it's, it's just anyway. I'll save that conversation for later. Won't bore you with it now. But getting into more censorship news, let's talking about let's talk about General Flynn. Mike Flynn got dumped by Chase. Chase Bank, yes. JP Morgan Chase canceled him. They canceled his credit cards, actually. And uh not really all that surprised, quite frankly. JP Morgan Chase has been a thorn in this country's ass cheek for over a hundred years. Uh, and then <laughs> Flynn was posting some links showing uh JP Morgan Chase's uh corruption. But I had a I had an account with Chase once upon a time. Originally I had an account with uh, Washington Mutual, and then Chase bought them back in 2008 during all that financial reconstruction shit. And uh I started I started waking up and becoming very anti anti big bank and all that occupy wall street stuff. I was interested in that about a decade ago. So I closed my chase account and moved it to a local credit union. So thankfully I'm out of chase, but I would suggest if any of you are still banking with chase to close that account, move that money, got to fight back against these, all these corporations going woke. They're going woke. We got to make them broke. And just stop giving them the business. It's easy. Vote with your dollar. Vote with your choices. That's how we change the world. Put our money where our mouth is, really. All right, onward from that, now we go into... Oh, who's trying to shit on Flynn for Chase closing bank accounts? This account. This account called Patriot Takes, okay? Uh, Not only are they trying to shit on Flynn... For Chase closing their banking accounts. Check this out. Banks are now shutting down Michael Flynn. Good. That's what they tweeted yesterday. And uh, I also noticed them try to shit on me as well. They were uh, tweeting about my post of ivermectin and chlorine dioxide and whatnot. 
I had a post go pretty viral on Gab. So Patriot Takes found it, and they're just trying to, you know, dunk on me. But basically, they're called Patriot Takes because they find takes from Patriots like myself or Flynn and then just ridicule them. That's it. And it's on Twitter. So basically what happened on these big tech platforms and YouTube as well, you know, if you search any of us, if you search my name on YouTube, the first things that come up are hit pieces. Obviously, you don't get any of my videos anymore on YouTube. So basically what happened is that we all got censored off these big tech platforms and then they became an echo chamber to slander us with and attack us with. So anybody searching our name or coming across us on on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, they just get hit with the propaganda and the slander. So it's, yeah, they're like, they're like vultures. They're getting some bad karma. I ain't worried. They're going to incarnate in their next life as, I don't know, a hemorrhoid on somebody's asshole or a dung beetle or something like that. <laughs> they're they're going to be one of the parasites in the horse's stomach that gets killed by ivermectin. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be whoever's behind Patriot Takes. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Travis View or Mike Rothschild or one of those weirdos, right? So there's that. And then last two things, last two articles here, and we'll get into the Q&A to finish up, is 60 Minutes CBS. Okay, so 60 Minutes did a, they had a couple of doozies yesterday. Uh, one of their hit pieces was on Q. I haven't watched either of these yet. I'm, uh, I want to do a reaction to them. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, go over them in a couple of videos. It'll probably come out tomorrow and I'll give you all my thoughts and, and decode it, deduce it deeper. But one of the hit piece videos that 60 Minutes brought out is on Q. It's been a slow death. Loved ones describe cutting ties with parents and siblings over QAnon conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, that's funny. In fact, uh, this is just my own personal experience. Q has brought me all kinds of friends, right? And you meet good friends. And then Q shows you who are the idiots in your life just to kind of stop dealing with. It's been great. It's been very helpful. Not going to lie. Really separates the thinkers from the non-thinkers. And uh, even with my friends and family who aren't into Q, past few months, uh, maybe a lot of you guys out there can uh, can vibe with this, but the past few months, I've had a handful of friends and family who didn't talk to me for a while, maybe a few years there, that reached out to me. They start asking me questions, want to say hi again, you know, get in touch again. They're seeing things differently now than they did two, three, four years ago. And yeah, I mean, it's happening. It's definitely happening. Old acquaintances are coming back into the picture who once thought you were crazy. And now they want to talk again because there's, you know, their belief systems, their reality is starting to get, get shattered. So good times, folks. Good times. Don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Through all this chaos, we're going to get order out of it. And it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be bad as long as we keep focused on the objective of truth, freedom, justice, truth, freedom, justice, and love through it all. So 
slowly, yeah. It is happening slowly, but patience is a virtue. You are... You incarnated on planet Earth at a hell of a time. You did, or your soul did, and it is, my God, like you are getting such a lesson, such a, such growth from this, this boot camp we are on Earth. Like, I, and it's just like, be grateful for it. Be freaking grateful for it. And be grateful that you are already awake in some regards, you know, however far along you are in your journey, doesn't matter. You're listening to my crazy ass, so you're at least like on it, on the journey of awakening. Be grateful that you're on it, you know? Be freaking grateful. Be grateful that you're one of the early ones that's gonna be able to help the other people out there go through it once they start to realize how screwed they've been in the head all these years. So no despair, folks. Don't be don't be down, don't be scared, don't be all doom and gloom, pessimistic patties and patricks out there. We ain't got time for that. That just wastes our time and delays the process even further. That's my that's my coach Sather rant for you today. And then the last CBS 60 minutes video they did was on UFOs. It's funny. Yesterday they had a one-two punch, a Q hit piece. And then a UFO propaganda piece featuring the same damn videos with the same damn so-called former intelligence, so-called former government individuals. You got Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, the pilots, you know, just they're, whether they know they're being used or not. I think a few of these guys definitely do know that they're being used for some greater agenda. Maybe some of these pilots like this guy right here. And uh, this guy, they just want to share their UFO sightings, so they might not realize or know the greater aspect of this. But I would say he is probably very, uh, shall we say, manicured, has the has the talking points to roll out to the public. And uh, where is he at? Him too, Chris Mellon. Yeah, these guys, I don't have any doubt in my mind that they they are coming out with their very groomed talking points to really uh number one distraction number two gatekeep manage the narratives of disclosure this is the new like the new virtue signaling social justice warrior type of movement they're trying to bring out is get everybody interested in the aliens interested in the ufos and then what happens they search through the news or they listen to whoever's on joe rogan or they go to like these mainstream sources and then they get fed into these gatekeepers like Elizondo and Mellon and others. You know, George Knapp is a big one. Uh, I would honestly say Richard Dolan and Stephen Greer are quite the gatekeepers themselves. But they they get fed into these personalities and then they get these specific narratives. They'll get information on UFOs from whoever they're listening to or whatever the angle. But then they'll get bullshit elsewhere. So, for instance, a lot of these pro Tom DeLong, pro mainstream media UFO talking heads that are out there now, especially the ones featured on like Joe Rogan and CBS and CNN and whatnot, they're like pro-vaccine, pro-mask, COVID's a big bad thing, you gotta be scared of it, uh, election fraud's crazy, Q is crazy, these are the same kind of narratives that these UFO gatekeepers put out at the same time they put out their UFO info, they try to get people interested in the disclosure 
suck him in with that, and then they hit him. Boom, uppercut, right hook. Didn't even see it coming with some propaganda about the election or Q or COVID or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a subject that I haven't touched quite as much on in recent months because we're so focused on the vaccine fight and the election fraud fight. But I, I think in the coming months, the UFO topic's going to come back in prominence, and then I'm going to be talking about it uh, a lot, lot more. So expect that. I guess some whiteboard videos even on something. But uh, anyway, guys, that's it for this one. Appreciate you watching here. If you're uh, watching the replay, BitChute Rumble, you know, subscribe, like this video, share it, please. I appreciate you. Go find me on Substack. Go find me on uh, Telegram or Gab. I got a few other ones too. I'm also on Instagram. If you're still on IG, go follow me there. And uh, got some more stuff coming, guys. Good stuff coming this week. So appreciate you. We're going to get into the Q&A now. And I will see you guys, you guys in the next live stream on Wednesday. That's Wednesday. The time now is going to be 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Good time for me. Hopefully, it's a good time for you. Uh, and see you then, guys. Wednesday. Take care. Peace.